everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 61, and we're going to share all about Cinderella's Royal Table. You're going to share all about it. I've never been there. (laughs) I'm going to make Randy jealous by talking about my two experiences. What? You've been twice? I know. I knew that. I know. I mean, you were there in my heart, right? You were my Prince Charming that was there but wasn't there. Um... Okay, I'll I'll take it, I guess. In fairness, uh, you did take some of our sons. Yeah, so, little princess, you know, princes. Princes. Not princesses, princes. Yeah. Well, I'm interested to hear about this, um, you know, because actually even after you came back, we talked a little bit, but but I'm, I'm still not sure I really understand, like, what's going on? <laughs> The secrets inside the castle. I mean, I remember when I found out that there was a restaurant in the castle, and I'm like, really? That was, I, th- I thought that was really very cool. Did you feel like Cinderella was sliding you because she hadn't invited you? Or? I, I, I felt like somebody was sliding me. I felt like I should have been invited to that table. Yeah. <laughs> Not just any table, the head table. Right. Well, I will break it to you. I might break your heart. There is multiple tables at Cinderella's Royal Table. Well, I want to sit at the head table. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's just uh, do a little housekeeping here. First of all, if you would like a travel agent to get up at 5 a.m. Central Time to book you a reservation at some place that's hard to get, like Cinderella's Royal Table. And it is hard to get. I am your person. I could be your fairy godmother. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's what you are. You're the fairy godmother. (laughs) So anyway, I am a travel agent and I specialize in helping people with um, Disney or Universal trips specifically because I have a little bit of knowledge and experience. A little bit is an understatement. That's very (laughs) modest of you. Well... You know, Cinderella did invite me twice to her castle, so okay, well, that's all right. Now <laughs> you're you okay. Bad. You're you're pulling it out now. I see what you're doing. <laughs> so anyway, I actually do help people at Disneyland or Disney World, so either coast. But today we're talking about Orlando, Florida, where Cinderella resides, right? And she resides there because that's Cinderella Castle in California. It is not Cinderella's it's Aurora's castle. castle. It's Aurora's Castle. Yeah. Sleeping Beauty. Some people refer to it as Sleeping Beauty Castle, but yeah, Sleeping Beauty's name is Aurora. Aurora. <laughs> um, so I guess um, why don't you tell me, as someone who hasn't been, um, you know, why you would want to go or what the appeal is to dining or just going to Cinderella's Royal Table? Well, first of all, I think that the the biggest appeal. Uh, in my mind, is probably the exclusivity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, it's one that I don't... That, look, it's not obvious. There is no big sign out there that right. says, this way to eat with Cinderella. Right. Okay, doesn't exist. Um, so it's, every, like a, it's like a hidden club. It is, you. it really kind of is. I mean, everybody knows about Be Our Guest because you can see Beast Castle over there. You, you can go at any of the other restaurants. They've got a sign out front, right? Cinderella's Royal Table is in Cinderella Castle, which is in and of itself a semi-attraction only to the point that you walk through the middle of it. You don't actually walk in any of it, right? right? And here's the exception. This restaurant 
that is conveniently located inside. Right. That's true. And so the appeal is that you get to go in there and you get to do something inside the castle and it looks like a castle. And it is exclusive because the, because it's not a huge sitting. I mean, there's a there's a bunch, right? But I'm going to say there's probably not 200 people in there. No, I yeah, I would probably say 100 max. Yeah, is in that whole dining area. So yeah. when you so when you consider at any given point, there's probably you know upwards of anywhere from 15 to 30 thousand people walking around the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> you get to eat with you know, a hundred exclusive people. And here's the thing, right? It's a set time. It's not like a, you know, we're just filtering people out. Let's turn this table over sort of a thing, right? Yeah. So, so it's a different, unique experience. It's exclusive. Um, You know, what does not attract people? It's expensive. (laughs) Okay. But that, you know, that's what, if if it was up to me, why would I want to go? That would probably be why. Okay. Well, it's good. I mean, I just I, for I just needed. I just curious of your perspective on that um, particular dining experience. So, I mean, you know, literally, Beast Castle. The name of the restaurant is "Be Our Guest." It's like, "Hello, come here, be our guest," right? Cinderella. She's a little bit more subtle. You know, she had a little rough life. You know, the beginnings. So she ran away from that castle, <laughs> and left her shoes behind. I know. Well, one of them. I know. Yeah. So, um. I I thought I could offer some advice and some tips for people that um, want to go to this restaurant because I have at this point dined both meals. So I say both. There is breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but the lunch and the dinner is the same menu, same price. Yeah. So I, I've done the lunch and I've done the breakfast. Um, so I guess I haven't been there at nighttime. I think that probably would be pretty cool to... Um, see the lights because what it does is it it doesn't overlook like main street it overlooks um prince charming's regal carousel right it's the back side yeah yeah towards fantasy land is what it looks but anyway that would probably be cool to see from the inside at nighttime all those lights it overlooks the sword in the stone that's true (laughs) or so yeah but that's her (laughs) i mean that's that's prince charming's carousel that's fine that's okay he gets a little carousel she gets the castle i mean they're they're together that sounds like a real marriage actually (laughs) whatever it sounds like a divorce not a marriage (laughs) no if it was divorce his his carouseling may we're near that castle okay that's probably true um so anyway i feel like i have enough experience that i could i could share some insights um so i guess what what would you like to know? Would you like to do you want to talk about the food or you want to talk about the experience? Well, let's talk about the food first. Okay. Okay. So you've been there for for both meals, right? So tell us so talk about breakfast first. So breakfast was only um, a month ago, so it's very fresh on my mind. Yeah. Um so I know we're talking about food, but I have to explain this. So when you make the reservation, you it's very unique. Most of the reservations you make with Disney, you give your credit card and they guarantee a spot, but they don't actually charge you any money. Yeah. They will charge you money if you don't show up. That's why they, yeah, they that's take why your they take card. your credit card. Yeah. Um, $10 per person. Um, so if you had like a reservation for six people and you guys didn't show up, they would charge you $60. Um, unless you cancel within like the 24 hours or, or maybe it's three hours now. Anyway, I can't remember. I should know as an agent, but 
um, you got to cancel beforehand or they'll charge you the $10. Cinderella is different. Cinderella, she wants her money. She, <laughs> If you want to hang out with her, you're going to have to show her some money first. <laughs> Boy, yeah, that doesn't sound like the Cinderella I know. <laughs> Maybe the, the stepsisters had some influence on this this process. So when it's 60 days in advance and you're you're booking those ADRs, getting your dining reservations all set, you kind of are like in Monopoly world. Like, oh, yeah, we'll eat at this place. We'll eat at this place. But it's not charging you any money. But when you get to Cinderella, all of a sudden you're like, oh, what, you just took my money right now. And yeah. I, I can't do anything about this. I am going at this time and this is this is set. And I'm not even going to get to taste this food for months. Right. Exactly. So um, just. How far out do you have to book? Yeah. 60 days. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, so I, I want to but I want to reiterate how far out do you have to book? Yeah. I this is one that it used to be like really hard to get. But I think. Lately, with the economy, it's not people aren't like, oh, I'm going to drop all this money on a meal at Cinderella Castle. So I feel like you can sometimes find reservations a little bit later, but I wouldn't risk it. If that's something you know you want to do, I would do it 60 days. I'll, I'll tell you something that's interesting to me. When I pulled it up in my Disney experience today, I noticed that you can join the walk up list from right. the app. Mm hmm. So I know for a fact that once upon a time, there was no walk-up list. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. the, you, if you didn't have a reservation, you weren't getting in. Right. And I think that you're right. I even noticed that in our trip a few weeks ago, I was able to still go book a lightsaber experience at Savi's workshop the day of. Right. Right. I think for it's the, the last, signs of the times For the last right two now. and a half, three years, right, w- I haven't been able to get a lightsaber experience like at all. Right. You know, that it's just been and you full. didn't book it because it's like I didn't want to drop and the I money on and it. I didn't. And, and that's ex- that's yeah. exactly right. Even though I've talked about it forever, I'm like, uh, this is just not the time that I want to spend this much money on it. Because by your the way, wife just went to Cinderella's royal table. Because by the way, yeah, Cinderella done took our money. But the other thing is, is the prices went up. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, OK, this is all going to get to the food. I'm quickly going to get there because I know that's important. The reason why I say this is. In April, when I booked this, I paid the money, okay? So I took a child and what's considered an adult. So my one child was 12, and so I had to pay the adult set price, which for breakfast was... $65. $65. For breakfast, for a 12-year-old. For a 12-year-old, and I paid... 39 for my child I paid 65 for myself and you and I we have annual pass and, and vacation club they don't they're like no discount they're there. like no we don't take discounts here so no I discount. paid the full amount now we'll talk about really what that price is and what what it's about sure. right I know for you you love the exclusive exclusivity factor but there's more to it than that um all that being said is when I ordered my food don't forget we're still talking about breakfast I know yes so when I ordered my food I felt a little bit like I was on a cruise. And yeah. you know on a cruise you can order multiple things because yeah. it's all paid for. It's 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 already been paid for, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I ordered two things. And I felt like part of the reason I could order as much as I want is because I knew that my 12-year-old was going to get the waffles, which was on the kids menu, which was definitely not $65 worth of waffles, yeah. right? So, um I ordered the most expensive thing I could think of, which was the beef tenderloin and egg. Mm. 
And I said, hey, can I get something else too? Because I, I didn't necessarily want to eat all that food and maybe that's wasteful, but I wanted to try multiple things if they would let me. And she's like, well, what is it? And I said, well, I kind of wanted to try the French toast. And she's like, oh, that's fine. I can bring a side of just the French toast without the bacon or whatever sides come with it. And then I could get the steak and eggs. So anyway, it doesn't hurt to ask. You know me, like I, I'm, I'm okay being told no, but I, I did want to try a few things. I, I generally, you know, to me, I, I say to myself, this is, this is billed as a banquet yeah. And you're paying, uh, you're paying a very premium price. Like, I don't know why it wouldn't be, frankly, an all-you-can-eat. It's not, but you should at least ask. But <laughs> that doesn't mean you can't have more than what it appears the options that were given to you, right? Yeah. Like, you're going to be presented an option, like, okay, pick one, right? And that can be, well, I'm going to pick this one, but I'd also like some of maybe some other things too. And, uh, and I think there, there can be some flexibility in there, right? Mm -hmm. Do I think they're going to give you two of the most expensive things? No. Right. And I think that's, that's why she was kind of like, what is the second thing that you want? Cause I might be able to help you. Um, so the beef tenderloin and egg, I'll just describe what it says. It says, um, it came with potatoes and cheese frittata. So it wasn't like scrambled eggs. It was a egg frittata. With broccolini, which was cold, by the way. I'm not used to cold broccolini. It was cooked, but it was cold, which was weird. Um, and then it had borson cheese sauce and chive oil. So it was very pretty. The chive oil was green. It, it was a very pretty plate. And, you know, it was not $65 worth of steak, but it was a nice cut, cut of steak. I just, to me, I'm struggling. I'm like, that's this isn't breakfast. Steak and eggs, that's, that's a breakfast thing. Nah, it's not. I know people do that, but I'm just... That's just not me. Yeah. Well, what would you have gotten? So read some of the things on the menu that you Well, I tell you, I, I'll i tell you exactly where I would have gone. I would have gone for this caramel apple stuffed French toast. Yeah, I, that's mean, that's, I got the side of that. Yeah. To me, that's 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 breakfast all over the place for me. It was more of a bread pudding, just so you know. Well, that would have been very disappointing. Well, it was good. <laughs> it was really good to have this raspberry. Because bread pudding is not what I am picturing, right? But, right. So, yeah, that's important to know. Because I read all sorts of things know, about it they, they They call this a decadent French toast. Which it was. Okay. Stuffed with sweet cream cheese and spiced apples, drizzled with caramel sauce and served with bacon. So, I, you know, I'm just picturing, you know, very thick French toast so that they can stuff this side in there. But I'm not picturing a bread pudding. Well, I think you would have liked it. Um, but well, I'm not it's, saying I wouldn't have, it's but that's just not what I'm not picturing. It's not what you thought, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's also a baked quiche. There's shrimp and grits. There's a traditional breakfast, which I just thought, why would you get that? Out of all the things, you know, it's like eggs and sausage. Eggs, sausage, bacon, and potatoes. And I'm like, you paid 65 bucks for that? Yeah, <laughs> you can get that at Denny's for like seven ninety nine or something. You know, at least carb up or something. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. So that is what at, at first they bring a um, assorted breakfast pastry. So they bring like a thing of bread, right? But it's like muffins and croissants and bread pudding. No, but everyone gets their carbs. <laughs> I think I'm so funny. <laughs> you too. <laughs> everyone gets their carbs at the beginning. Okay. Um, so I just want to go back a little bit. So they lull you to sleep. When you're making your selections, then I see what's going on here. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and plus, if you're getting all those carbs, you're already full. Then you might not. It order. does. It does say that very first thing: pastry plate, assorted breakfast pastries. Um, 
I want to fast forward, though, to something that's promising. So if you're like, if you're already stuck on the price, guess what? When it was time for us to leave, we'd eaten, we'd met all the princesses, which I'll talk about. Um, guess what? What? I didn't even have to pay a tip. What? I And I felt a little bad. I was like, well, I wanted to tip the waitress, but that is actually what's included when you prepay everything. Like, it prepays that, which most things you prepay for do not include yeah, tips. No, they don't. They don't. Our, our culture is one of those where we ask for tips for things that maybe we shouldn't be asking for tips for. I wish we would move to that more universally, yes, honestly. Yes. Like, I, I do it's really. fair. I do yeah. really wish that, you know, business owners would just pay good, reasonable, decent wages, right? Compete in the marketplace for good employees by paying good, good wages and, you know. But hey, I also understand that the margins in restaurants are tiny. Yeah. So so the reality is we we want to shift that. We want to say, okay, restaurants, you got to pay this. Well, you know, it means they might need to raise their prices to bake the tip stop. in. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like, but I do know this. That's cool that you didn't have to pay anything extra yeah. after you already paid months ago. Yeah, exactly. It it almost would have been cool knowing, like, that's why it would be, if someone listens to this and then goes, they might... It might make the meal more relaxing. Not that you're going to treat the waiter any different or do something, but it's just nice knowing that it's all built in. So, yeah. Um, and there wasn't like, like, you know, like she was still kind of like, but maybe you could still tip me more or there was nothing like yeah, that. There was, was, the, there was, they yeah. didn't pass out the basket. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they already did that with the pastries. Yeah. Now. I didn't do my worst, but I need more pastries. Yeah. <laughs> What's this basket for? Okay, so again, I have had the lunch, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But um, well, talk talk a little bit about the kids' meals, yeah, you know, and what's what's available there because because you know most three to nine year olds are probably not going to be interested in beef tenderloin. Although I couldn't eat all of mine because I had that. I mean, some might, some might be, but but many probably not. You know, they're there for breakfast, and so well, that's not an option for three to nine year olds. They don't get no, yeah, but but but, you know. They're thinking, look, a three to nine year old is thinking, well, I want a waffle and I want it to look like Mickey. Exactly. Is that a possibility? That's a possibility. So they basically get to choose two things. Um, Well, okay, yeah. So they get basically get to choose like two of something. They could get sausage or bacon or um, waffles or oatmeal or an egg frittata, right? Um, oh, there was also cold cereals, which I was grateful that our kids did not order that. I'm like, okay, let's let's get something at least warm. So our kids got the waffles and bacon. My one son, he did get the potatoes because he does like fries and potato type things. This one was cut up very small. Let me ask. Let me hold on. Let me ask this question. So you saying you paid sixty five bucks, but a kid actually ordered off the kids menu instead? Yes. That's criminal. I'm sorry. That's why I felt like I'm going to order whatever I want because yeah. I know that he's yeah. not getting. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have told you that. No, no, no. Yeah. Look, I think that's a Disney problem, right? Yeah. Because I think, and, and I've complained about this before, you know, they're bucketing of, of, of children into certain things like, oh, this is what you get. Look, my teenage kids don't want to order some of these things that they think are so good on right. adult menus. Yeah. It does not appeal to them, yeah. right? There needs to be more flexibility in that. And so I would say, hey, you know, let's let's be honest. Let's make some adjustments. You know, yeah. why are you charging me 65 bucks for this kid? Because technically he should be ordering from the $65 menu. If he's not, you owe me some money. Yeah. 
I think she did. At the very least, did, you should give that extra money to the waitress. I feel like she did an accommodation where she gave him like two waffles or an extra waffle or something all like. Right, right. I think it okay. was on a more of an adult size plate. Okay. Um, but he the the side he chose was home fries, which did not work out for him very well because it had little um onions and peppers, and he wasn't oh, interested yeah, in no. that. He just wants his potatoes he straight just up. The potatoes, right? <laughs> um. So. You know, it, it it still worked out. The reason we went to this meal was not necessarily for the food. I know that's hard for a lot of people. Um, but the reason that we went was more for the experience. It okay. was. So I'll just go back to the very beginning. When you, you check in outside of the the castle, there's a check in stand for Cinderella's Royal Table on the back side of the castle. And then very shortly after they escort you in and then. When you get inside, you stay in the downstairs and you can see Cinderella right in that room that you're in. Oh, wow. Um, she's next to a nice fireplace. And then there's a photo pass person there that's taking pictures with Cinderella and all of her guests. Okay. So that was the one part that I liked, but I also didn't. Um, she only stayed downstairs and, and greeted guests and took pictures there. She did not come upstairs where we were having our meal and we didn't get to see her there. That's kind of weird. So I thought it was a little Isn't that strange. that kind of weird? Yeah. I, I get it, but at the same time, I'm like... That's like if you went to Chef Mickey's and the only place you saw Mickey was before you went to sit down and eat. And then he didn't come around while you were having your meal. Like, it's, to me, this doesn't make any sense. Right. When we went to Chef Mickey's, we did take a picture in the lobby, but it was like, it wasn't, re- it was like a statue or something. Yeah. And then we actually met Mickey himself. Yeah. yeah. They came around and they, they the interacted table. and visited and spent time with you because yeah. you paid a lot of money for this buffet. You know, that was Chef Mickey's though. Yeah. So, so um, that, that, that's how you start the experience. So most people that are paying for this it's not necessarily for the meal it's to meet the characters and it's not just cinderella okay but it's and you can meet cinderella at different there's a different place um where you can meet the princesses the royal um it's it's back there behind the castle there's a place we you don't even know because we've never been but there is a place to meet princesses um but you have to wait in a line right and and so this is more exclusive. Oh, with all the common folk that didn't pay the money. <laughs> right. Of course. Of course you would. Um, so anyway, it's um, I was trying to pull up the different princesses that we met. I, I should be able to remember them all. But um, but that's the big thing you're paying for. You're paying for the princesses to come to you or to like a very it was like maybe two or three groups in front of us that we had to wait for to meet Cinderella when we got there um, and get our picture. So does that make sense? Like that, I mean, the cost, it is crazy, but I mean, do you kind of yeah, understand? Yeah, I get it. Characters. Do you interact? Like how long do you get with Cinderella? Is we prob- it five yeah. seconds? You know, I mean, 10 I, seconds? Does she talk? Does she not talk? She does talk. Oh, right? okay. okay. But she's kind of, I mean, they're in character, right? Like she, yeah. she's kind of mild and meek and, um, you know. I would expect her to be regal. Well, that too. Definitely. I mean, she was in her light blue dress, right? That, yeah. Like what I expect her to be yeah, wearing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it, our kids, we didn't have So the other girls. princesses, they come around during the meal instead. Yes. Okay, and so what's their interaction like? So they they came and they would talk. Like I, Cinderella did talk, but it was, it, was, it was a little bit quieter and... She's too good for us. <laughs> no, 
oh, I don't know how to describe it. I think part of it too is I had two. Why li- are you in my house? Little boys, right? I yeah. didn't have little girls. Um, so I don't know. Cinderella didn't know how to talk to boys. That's why she <laughs> ran away and left her shoes behind. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm trying to pull. Let me pull. I'm just. I'm just trying to get the whole picture here. Yeah. I'm just going to pull up literally the pictures so I can remember all the characters that came by. Um, So we were. So these are not memorable princesses then. No, I just don't want to give bad information. (laughs) Supposed to be filling in the gap, making me look good. I'm trying. Well, I'm filling in the gap by thinking I'm funny. Yeah. You know, so, you know, look. You're going to have Snow White with Snow White there. Yes. Okay. Was Merida there? Okay. So Snow White was first. So the nice thing is, I think they do it, they they try to seat people in the restaurant so that it coordinates with the princesses coming and they're able to do it in the whole system, right? And I think that's one of the reasons why it might be harder to get a reservation is because they're trying to time it all. Um, but yes, after we had sat, we'd ordered, we were sitting there for a little bit, um, all of a sudden you get this announcement over the speakers. We couldn't quite hear it because where we're at, we weren't. There's persistent. speakers in Cinderella Castle? <laughs> yes. What kind of castle flash- is this? There was flashing lights in there too. What? Electricity. I know. Okay. Sorry to break break your heart. But anyway, um Snow White was the first one to come by. And they talk they do talk and we probably could have interacted more, but my kids they didn't have a lot to say to princesses. Snow White talk like, "Hello, I'm Snow White." <laughs> yes, basically. With a very high-pitched voice. She was very nice. Did she sing to some birds? <laughs> oh, you're a very cute bird. Now let's take a picture. And then she moved on to the next table. la di da di da Yeah. It, it was sweet. The, the table next to us had a, um, uh, their child was deaf. And so it was, oh. it was interesting to see how they still were able to interact and take pictures. And it was a very heartwarming um, experience. So after Snow White, we had Merida. No, no, it was not Merida. It was Ariel. So Ariel came by. And the funny thing is... The they other would, redhead. She was redhead. but um, And she had two legs. Right, This is the phase of... And Ariel had two legs at one point, too. Yeah. They were just magic legs. But this is Princess Ariel. Um, oh. But the funny thing is she would say... She'd ask questions like something about it was something about the sea right or our boat or something you know related to that with when she came by so i mean it was it was i think it would have been funnier if ariel walked around unable to talk that would have been funny to me you know well (laughs) that would have been funny that would have been pretty funny right we we would have just nodded and taken our picture and and she would just kept pointing at her throat and it would have been like you know we'll spit it up no she can't do that she's got no voice Okay, so then we had Jasmine. And so Jasmine, I remember her interactions were was um, about taking care of a monkey, right? Like she was trying to get advice on how to take care of a monkey because now Abu and Aladdin live at the castle with her. So mm. I, I think one of our children, you just I'd take the, care of them. I'd like, let the tiger take care of the monkey. <laughs> um, so, uh, Ariel, or um. Jasmine, she did comment on my sparkly um, ears, my Mickey ears, or my, my mini ears. And so, you know, it made me feel special. Oh, that was nice. I liked all of my sparkle. And then the last one. I never have a friend like her. Oh, gosh. 
We need to do like a clips episode of all the dad jokes. We need our editor to get on that, okay? <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. All right. That oh. was, I'm going to pat myself okay. on the back for that. Yeah. One, literally. Okay. And then the last princess that came by was our Disneyland princess who we just talked about. Oh, Aurora. Aurora. Um, and so that was pretty cool. She had a pink dress. Um, so no Belle. No Belle. Well, no Merida. No. Uh, no Princess Vanellope. No. <laughs> Randy. The wheels are falling off here, folks. Oh, like, I'm, I'm just thinking Wreck-It Ralph. All the princesses were in the room there. Wreck-It Ralph too. And, you know, uh, you know, I'm just going through the list. They were all there. Moana. Yeah, no. So the thing is, you'll okay. have to kind of go- right. Google it or talk to your agent and figure out which characters you want to meet because they are at various things. Not Mickey's not at everything. There was no Mickey and Cinderella's royal table, right? So yeah, just know what you're going into. Um, uh, he would have been a tailor if he was at Cinderella's castle. That's what the mice were doing. They were tailors, mm, right? I've Probably. seen the movie. So that is, um, there's not a hidden Mickey. I don't know. There could have been. But you can see Gus Gus and the the little mice down mm. where you met Cinderella over okay. by the fireplace. So just look for that. That's like cute a shadow little. or something. No, or? like there's there's the little figurines of oh figurines of, of them in there. Okay, well at yeah. least they're not live mice. That's good. So I will say when I was in the castle, I had to take advantage of using the bathroom. Like you you want to see as many rooms as possible. You know, like when you go to someone's house, you want to be a little nosy and see all the places and all the things. So. That was nice. That did feel like it was the 1970s. Like it felt like, oh wow, like this this is an old. I mean, it's not as old as yeah. It's time for some Reno. It, it but I it was like nostalgic. I liked it. I mean, it it was it was clean and whatever. But it just it really did feel a lot of pinks and olive greens. No, it, again, it wasn't <laughs> the colors. It was. It was just the fixtures, the smell. It just, it oh, smelled, it smelled old. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like, an, like your grandma's house. Well, you know, um, maybe they should try harder to make it feel like the, you know, 1470s. Right. So it didn't feel that old, but it did also, it just, it felt like this has been around, you know, I, I liked that. Um, so should we talk about lunch? So I did the lunch during COVID times. So there was... The princesses did not come to the tables. They stood afar off and waved. <laughs> so that was a little bit different, but the menu is different. So was I bet the price was less back then too. It for, was less back then yeah. because you weren't getting the princess interaction. So they did yeah. they did recognize what the price was. Um, but what's the price now? For so dinner lunch? now is it's uh, it's less than I thought it would be. You know, so remember breakfast was sixty five. Lunch and dinner is seventy nine for an adult. Wow. Um, but you know, plus tax and gratuity, right? So remember, actually, when we talked about these are the prices. They're adding on that gratuity when you pay, right. and they're adding on tax. So you're going to pay it all up front. So you know, factor in whatever that's going to be. I would assume that they probably that they're adding 18 percent gratuity. That's my guess, probably, because that's typically what they do when they auto grat. You know, for large parties, it's always that 18 percent, which to me, again, you know. Back on my soapbox for a second. That seems low, okay? You know, or the I, waiters. Yeah. I I rarely will dine anywhere and tip less than twenty percent. Um, sometimes even if the experience isn't very good, 
right? Just because I understand that this is really how these people are trying to make a living. And yeah. if you want, you want people to do better and, and rise above their station and get, but you know, you got to compensate them. And so you would have been a good Prince, Prince uh, Charming. I'd have been broke. You, you would have been, <laughs> I'd have given it all away. Yeah, right? that's true. You know, so, um, Okay, I did. And then kids, so 79 for adults, 47 for children, three to nine at lunch and dinner. Right. I will say that I didn't talk about this, but you could have ordered like alcoholic beverages or other drinks that weren't necessarily included with breakfast. So I guess there is a, I mean, if you should know going in, if you want something special like that, you will have to pay more. Um, Yeah, that, that is, uh, that is a la carte. You know, for dinner, they have champagne available and sparkling wines. Um, you know, different flights of, of harder liquors, um, you know, whites and reds and all sorts of stuff by the bottle typically. Um, so yeah, and that, that, that will cost you extra. That will add up, right? You you did not prepay for that. (laughs) So it has been a couple of years since I did the lunch. Um, and I will say the thing that I, this is still like one of my favorite bites at Disney ever 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 is the it was the um soup of the day which i hope that this is the regular soup but i don't know it i was there in the fall time christmas time mm-hmm. but it was the pumpkin soup i was to say there's gonna be pumpkin in there right it was the pumpkin and it was so good like it was creamy and I don't know, nutmeg or some sort of spice in there. It was so good. I get the seasonality, but it seems like at Cinderella's Royal Table, pumpkin soup makes sense. Exactly. That should be, that probably should be the 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 seasonal year round thing, right? You know? But on the menu right now, even as I'm reading it, it doesn't tell you. um, Yeah, I I imagine it changes because that's why they call it a soup of the day rather than just telling you it's pumpkin soup. That one. So, I mean, the salad was good. The main course was was good. It wasn't outstanding, but it was good. I think I got the salmon and like a succotash or something. And the dessert was even still pretty good. But that soup was the star. So much the star. Yeah. And that, you know, seventy nine dollars soup. <laughs> what was your entree? Do you remember? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got the salmon. The salmon. We had mm-hmm. a, we had a waiter and I think this is why I knew to ask for breakfast. We had a waiter that's like, oh, whatever you want if you want more than one thing i'll it's fine <laughs> and that might have been because it was in covid times yeah. but i have a feeling it's just from waiter to waiter um i think they recognize how much you've spent and yeah, yeah. they can if if they're willing to play it with you they'll they'll bring multiple things so yeah. and i bet i bet uh i bet plenty of them get slipped an extra 20 at the end too maybe yeah right um the salmon. I'm. I'm assuming they're calling. They're referring to that as the sustainable catch. Yes. Right. So it might be a different fish from time to time. Yeah. I, I would guess. Um, I am. I am interested to know. You know, uh, the grilled tenderloin of beef. Right. Right. Um, has an asterisk next to it. And oh, it's I, probably about how it's cooked. It, like it has I, to be I, I do wonder if that's what that's about or if uh, that asterisk is this isn't really beef. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I don't think so. They I mean, they already have a, a gnocchi. They always have a. I, I did. I found the footnote. Okay. It's, it's about cooking. It's about consuming raw or uncooked. Meat, okay, so. gotcha. But anyway, I just think that I just think that's fine. Anytime I see a disclaimer on a food like that, you know, you know, grilled tenderloin of beef asterisk, not really beef. <laughs> right. That would be so sad. Um, and there is, um, a vegan 
is it vegan? Yeah, they they have gluten. Vegetarian. They have vegetarian. Yeah. They have gluten free yeah. options. Um, so there's a lot of options there. It seems like they're able to cater to just about everybody that they want to. Um, it sounds like an interesting experience. Yes, you know, um, probably worthwhile doing at least once in your life. I would say. I mean, I know that you want to go at some point, so I will go a third time if you want yeah, to Yeah, I mean, I think I think I would like to experience it. Again, you know, I love I love just the idea of being able to say, yeah, I ate inside, you know. Um, so, so you know, dads out there, I, I preach this a lot, right? You do have to sometimes think past your wallet and you got to think past some of the things you're seeing and just think about the overall experience and what you're trying to do while you're there. Like if you want to, if you're really going on a vacation to create memories, this seems like a memory maker. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and so take advantage of it if you can at some point. Well, and I think it really, even if, if you don't have daughters, cause I don't have daughters. <laughs> I know. I think, I think it, it, if you really do look at it from this point of view, it is a money saver. Just hold, hear me out. You're not waiting. You're not spending your your park ticket waiting in line to meet these princesses. Yeah, but you have to go from place to place. Yeah, they come to you. They come to you. The other Except thing for is, Cinderella. I was very full. Like I tried not to overstuff myself, but I was very full, and I didn't feel like I needed to go out and spend a bunch of money in the park getting snacks and whatever. Like we were good. So for what you're a saying while. is you didn't feel so the price was high, but you didn't feel like you got shortchanged or ripped off by having spent that much for the food that you received. Right. And, and when you put it in contrast to what else is available at magic kingdom, which there are, which is nothing, there is some stuff, but it's few and far between. It just, it, it's worth considering, you know? Yeah. And maybe just part of your party goes, you know, not every, if you're there with a group of 10, maybe it's just you and your spouse or you and your, daughter or something. Okay. So rank it, right? So, you know, um, just listing out the, what I would say probably is the, the four most prominent ADRs there, right? Between be our guest, Cinderella's Royal table. Uh, let's go crystal palace. Okay. Okay. And then what's a fourth one that you'd pick? Probably Liberty tree. Liberty tree. Okay. Where do you where do you rank this at in terms of food quality? Food quality. Um it's been a while since we ate at Be Our Guest, but I remember the steak there not being very good. So I would probably I've never eaten at Crystal Palace, but I've heard it's not very good. It's so a buffet. Would, how yeah, could it be? Yeah, how could it be? Seriously. This is this is the number one for food. I mean, okay. the gray stuff, I remember that being good. That was at, the only thing good at Be Our yeah, Guest. Yeah, I think that we just... <laughs> in my opinion. And I did get the steak at Be Our Guest, yep, and it I was very too. sinewy and not it very good. Not, it was not a good cut of meat. Now, it listen, maybe it's different now, but like when you've spent the money on it, it kind of is like, well, I don't know if I need to go back, Well, right? I'll say, you know, in my opinion, we've given Be Our Guest multiple tries, tries yeah. and we've done it at different meals to see how... Because it is different and, you know, it didn't win. So, okay. So, it ranks number one in food quality yeah. how about in atmosphere i mean uh because 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 on this side now be our guest is tough to beat yeah i would probably say i would probably give be our guest maybe the slight advantage but it's pretty up there it's pretty close yeah okay how about in service oh it's i don't remember the service that much um i would say this is probably the best i feel like they I think Disney knows where to hire like 
you know, the best people. She was really good and she was on top of everything. She accommodated me and my, my asking and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. And so now overall, right. So if you just put everything together, the whole experience, whole package, where does this one come in compared to others? Those other ones. And so that so that in, that includes you know worth price. and price and everything. I mean, right now, if I were to make an ADR and just go to Disney World, I would probably go to Skipper Canteen just because it's fun. Um, it's you have the variety to just choose like an appetizer or just get a dessert there, right? You're not stuck with this big prefix three course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I the mean, food is middling. At at, at Skipper Canyon, Skip, I mean, that's true. It, yeah, the know, food is not as good. It's it's not. Uh, I mean, I would I've I my personal opinion. I think it's on par with be our guest, yeah. right? But but it costs less. Yeah, and uh, and the service is better and I've, funnier. So I <laughs> it's funnier. I forgot to mention that they offer wands they they came around and gave all the girls wands and they gave all the boys swords and so those swords lasted for probably three or four hours into the park our kids were able to play with swords and have that um as like a souvenir which and one could even brought his home i think it didn't make it home yeah i don't know where it is now but yeah um so i just thought you know they you it's just it to me it's like walt's vision yeah parents were able to have a good time Kids are able to have a good time. It's not like one or the other was shortchanged um, with the yeah. experience. Everybody wins. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, I look forward to going someday. Yeah, I'll go with you. Okay. We didn't talk about the desserts. The desserts, there's a set one that's a um, the clock strikes midnight. It's pretty cute. I don't remember it being amazing. But Is it a pumpkin dessert? No, it's a chocolate mousse. Caramel. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with midnight. The, the Jack and Gus is a cheesecake with seasonal flavors. So, but I... Yeah, it seems like there should be a pumpkin. I don't know. Some people get out pumpkined. I think that's why they put it as the soup. Yeah. But. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with you. I'll be your guest. See what I did there? It didn't work, though. It's the wrong mm. place. Mm. <laughs> Cinderella, Cinderella. That's the only song that's going through my head right oh. now. So, Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it, I, I do like the fact that you can walk through and see the mosaics and see that part as just a regular Disney guest, you know, yeah, at yeah. the park. But it is pretty neat to go upstairs and experience this, yeah. like the whole thing. That's awesome. Well, uh, well, thanks for the report. Absolutely. You know, we'll do it one day. Thanks for tuning in and listening to us this week. Listen, you know, come find us. We're on Instagram at Whistle While You Work podcast. Um, while you're there, you can even connect with Kayla if you're looking for some travel tips or would like to visit with an agent to help plan your most magical stay. Yep. Free for you. No, it's no free cost. for you. No obligation, no extra cost. Uh, and I'm pretty fun. So. It, you know, you can't lose. <laughs> so, but anyways, with that, I think it's a wrap this I week. I know. Any more dad jokes in there? I, I can't put you on the spot, but. No, it doesn't work that way. Okay. That's not how this works. All right. Well, they'll just have to tune in next week for your random dad joke. That yeah, there's going to be one. Yeah. You know there will. That's right. <laughs> All, All right. right. Take care. Bye. <laughs>